because people are going to make their informed opinion and maybe something of this would happen. Maybe something can happen from this. But that's all we can do is just just talk about it and and, and bring it bring it out there raise in the awareness open and raise and, awareness. That's all. And you that's can do. pretty much what my goal is on this is to raise awareness that this is a prevalent issue in in our society. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to our Around the Cauldron podcast. It's with your man Chris, because I like to start first, because good guys always finish first. I think that's the saying. And then my lovely beloved co-host Corey. Hello, everyone. Man. It's it's been a while since I've seen that that beautiful face of yours right there. Uh, stop it! I hate when people lie to me. <laughs> Damn, you saw right <laughs> through it. <laughs> oh, man, those acting classes are not paying off right now. So, hey, thanks everyone for checking us out right here. Uh, thanks for listening to us on uh, on podcast or checking us out on YouTube. It's been a while since we've been doing some of this because, well, you know, frankly, everything is on fire, and uh, you know that's just kind of how it is. But yeah, you know, we'll persevere through this. I, I I don't doubt it. You know, we're we're good, strong Americans. We'll bounce back on this. Everything on fire is definitely a way to put this. There's been so much shit just going on today, and mm-hmm. today is uh, June twelfth. So yeah, everything's been on fire, especially today. So it's made for interesting stories too, especially with uh with the uh with our we'll we'll just call it what it is our new beloved uh uh sect country uh the country of chaz we'll just we'll just dive right into the country of chaz because that's a real thing in seattle right there so you know whatever the autonomous zone, the yeah. autonomous zone they called it chaz really out of all the names oh, is you that wanna... really what no joke that's what they call it, it chaz <laughs> it's so dumb i tell you what i why chaz i don't know i don't know i mean i i, I feel like I'm telling there had you, I'm, to have dude, been a better name. I'm telling you, the moment when that hydrogen collider was activated, okay, we just we went into like a a really bad Stephen King fever dream book. Like that's that's the only thing I can that can explain this. Imagine a world where there's an <laughs> autonomous zone in Seattle <laughs> named Chaz. <laughs> okay, only in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> This whole fucking year has been a twilight zone. I mean, truly. Would you believe we're not even halfway through? The last six months have felt like 50 years. (laughs) It's just so wild. I swear the last six months have aged me. What? Probably an extra three years. You know what? It's funny that you say that right there. No joke. The other day, found a gray pube. And I was like, that's it. That's it. My life is practically over. over. (laughs) Life is over. That's it. I know you can't tell from this beautiful golden locks I have on my head right here, but that's the good that's golden. that's the great equalizer down there. It's the great equalizer. That's when you know that God's coming for you. That, <laughs> that death death is on your grundle and he's going to get you. So if you're checking out on YouTube by the way, but look look at the Dude, it the looks new amazing. Studio. The studio looks amazing. I love it. I have a lot of fun in here. I also have I spend Raven. The grand I, majority of my time. I also found too. Raven Black signed some stuff for us too. If you want that on your wall too. Oh, obvious. I'll give you. A, <laughs> I just want to go to concerts, man. I I I I want to go to concerts. I want to just you. Uh, you I know. I have no room. I have no room to say. The guy that goes to like eighty concerts a year. I, I average thirty concerts a year, and I've gone to two. I went to. Um, <laughs> Uh, Corn and Breaking Benjamin, which was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was good show. I had a f- lot of fun, and uh, I went and Tyler and I went and saw Amber Lou. Yeah, yeah. 
which was so much fun. I had a great time during that show. Um, I got to meet Megan Dia, which they're good artists as well. Mm-hmm. Not the point, but yeah, I, I've lost. It's okay. Out. No, you can name drop here. It's fine. Name drop. Go away. Yeah. yeah. But um, like I've I've lost out on sixteen shows I was supposed to go to that I had tickets for. Wow. And I'm waiting for seventeen to arrive because I have tickets for this fall for um, uh, uh, Megadeth. Lamb of God, Trivium, oh, and In yeah. Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh which is going to be at the Schottenstein Center in Col- here in Columbus, and I'm just waiting. Like, I'm just waiting for it to happen. You know, I was uh, really hesitant on those VIP tickets for uh, Illuviti, and I, 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 I hope they're still available because maybe they'll be around in October. Who knows? I would be very surprised. I know, I know, and I think I think about it more often than I actually really should. I keep thinking mm-hmm. about it all the time. I'm going like. Is it still going to happen? I don't want to, whatever. Um, so real quick, we got it. We have a, we have a serious story that we want to talk about, but first Corey, I had a really interesting thing happen to me the other day. Okay. And I think you might laugh. So I accidentally, uh, accidentally, let me, let me preface that accidentally, I accidentally fingered my butthole the other day. Okay. <laughs> Complete accident. <laughs> you, sometimes you don't mean for things to happen and they just happen. Okay. All right. Uh, I, you're, I just, you're in the shower. You're cleaning down. You're like, ah! No, it wasn't even that. It was way worse. It was at work. Okay? Way worse. Okay? So I'm at work. At work? Yeah, it's it's Are way worse. Sure right? you want to put this on, on the internet? It's fine. Yeah, it's Where fine. Where it'll never die. Here's looking out for you, kid. Yeah, I don't give a shit. But anyways, <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I just you 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 know you just get the random scratches right you know we're guys, we're guys okay you know you got a little scratch here and there not a big deal it so you just ha- happened so it just happened so there was like a little itch right here I'm a sweaty dude so a little little sweat in the in the in the underpants section so I I go I go I go outside the boxers duh I'm not a monster so I go outside the boxers right there and give a little like just a little just a little scratchy scratch little like ooh it's hot and sweaty right there next thing you know puncture a giant hole in my underwear. And the second it happened, I could have sworn I, I saw the heavens open up and saw God crying. <laughs> as, as, and it's like, you know, there's like a, there's like a choir, like an angelic choir in the background. And I was like, ah, 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 and, uh, yeah, I haven't been able to look at my index finger ever since. <laughs> like. It, it sleeps in a different room of the house now whenever I'm in bed. I, it's just, we don't, we don't text the same way anymore. It's just really weird. So, um, a lot of riveting stuff I know happening with us in the world, but Hey, um, you let, know, let me give you my work story. Then it doesn't involve me <laughs> fingering myself. So it, uh, accidentally, morning, no, no, no. Accidentally. It was an accidental or not. It still happened. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it a whole lot better. Yeah, so, tell me tell me what happened to you. So I was I was work I was working. My mm-hmm. my shift is early. So I work six forty five to three fifteen. So I arrive, I'm cleaning stuff. I get and this is happens at about seven fifteen in the morning. And uh pretty early in the shift. Pretty pretty early, early yeah. in the shift. And uh, I have my uh, team lead. She's helping me out because we get busy on Thursdays. It's one of our two busiest days. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is hospital patient registration. Um, I work with insurances. I work with uh, patients to make sure that everything is in order before they get their appointments. 
Sounds now, like a this, lot of fun every day. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, the overwhelming majority of the people I check in are mm-hmm. fine. I mean, they're just they're fine and there's no issues with them. But this lady comes in and she seems a bit off. Okay. And I was just like, I was like, what is this lady's deal? And uh, she seemed kind of confused about the test she needed to get done. And so basically she had to go back and forth between two different departments, our uh, clinical blood lab and endocrinology. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go into too many specifics of it just to try and shield from HIPAA. Hello, HIPAA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not using names though. So I don't even remember her name for that matter, but, uh, she she was confused so i was trying to explain what the test was to her what um what it would be involving what she would have to do and she started getting frustrated and she just goes i'm not i thought i was gonna be politically correct today but this is wearing on me i was like what is she slurring (laughs) did you ma'am have you been drinking i had a couple and she was complete she was she was drunk she came to a blood lab at 7.15, hammered, absolutely hammered, <laughs> drunk. That's, li- like, that's I, living life goes, to the highest right there. That's cranking she, everything to 11. She goes over to Endo. I go into the lab. I was just like, who took care of her? And there, she's like, I was like, was she drunk? And she goes, oh, yeah, I could smell the alcohol on her. <laughs> I'm like, you you know, you can't drink all day if you don't start fucking immediately. <laughs> when the sun's not even up, man. Hell yeah. And I'm just like, I, you know, I've had a, a beer at seven in the morning. I watch, I watch European soccer. Like sometimes those games start at seven. I've had a beer at seven. I have never been three sheets to the wind. Not to mention <laughs> she came to the clinic by Fire's herself. By- Shit, dude. So she either wow. got a ride or she drove. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, like, as I'm leading her, she gets her, her blood draw, and I lead her over to, to endocrinology. And uh, and she's just like, it's too bad you're a Steelers fan, a strapping young lad like you. I'm like, what is what happening? The fuck? <laughs> just once, just once, I just want someone to call me a young strapping, like young strap lad, right there. It's I was just, just like, man, if you knew the amount of aches and pains I get, you would be confusing <laughs> me for boy, a forty something. Boy, if you were thirty years younger and I were thirty years older, who <laughs> doggy? Oh boy, <laughs> we would have some fun. That's wild. There, That's so yeah, wild. Like oh. I've never. I've I've smelled marijuana plenty of times. Like that's one thing I it's, guess. Yeah, it's pretty common at like my work too. Just guys just randomly coming up and they're just reeking of weed. You're like, mm. yeah, like people coming in to get like X-rays or MRIs or um, that's the one that weirds me out. It's like if they're in for an MRI, it's like that can that might have an effect. I just want you to know. Uh, listen, I'm I'm claustro- anything, but... I'm claustrophobic, so you know it helps kind of <laughs> right de-stress and... me. <laughs> Like people, people will come in smelling of marijuana, yep. which I mean, I don't care about. It's not my thing, Yeah, but I don't care. But like, if you're hammered drunk, it's like that, that is a whole other ball game. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no working your way around that. You, you had to no. be dedicated to what you were doing. Oh, well, 
It was so, interesting for sure. I've had a very interesting week. You know, again, even though the world is on fire right there, you still have some good old-fashioned crazy going on. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Never ends. It never ends. So, you know what also never ends? What we're going to talk about. Corey, lay lay me on Well, our subject we have, for today. I'm excited for oh, this one. I, that excited maybe isn't the word. It's, it's more of... Uh, informed but about. questionable about like what has happened and kind of how things so, go from here allegations have been surfacing a lot in the music industry as of late now this is just seemingly a, a symptom of the entertainment industry as a complete whole but um we had a it started um a few months ago when Chris Hansen, and this is what we're primarily going to be focusing on, is the Chris Hansen investigation and subsequent FBI investigation into Davi Vanity of Blood on the Dance Floor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Davi Vanity is pretty much an open secret. Like everyone ne- seems to know about this. Yeah. Um, like I and I remember very clearly one time, and actually, can you see their poster? No, it's just a little off the screen, but. Uh, it's actually right here at the corner of the screen. It's a poster from the Relapse Symphony who, when I saw them, they had just toured with Blood on the Dance Floor. And I remember very distinctly, I was just like, oh, man, I bet that must have been crazy. And the singer, like, got really quiet and he goes, uh, I'm not going to talk about another band that I'm not touring with. And, like, I was just like, oh, no, that's not what I was talking about. I just said I've, I've heard crazy things about them. Like I wasn't trying to pry, but but, but it was it was a similar thing to when you interviewed Nikki right there, you know, same thing oh, in, in our interview I video. Was, it was I like was definitely mm. trying to avoid that topic of conversation, but it's still kind of like because mm. on one hand, it's like personally, I don't want to give them any like name recognition. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. I don't want to feed into them, like fuck them, fuck blood on the dance floor. Um, and, that's and we'll right. About- that's right. You heard me. And like, because, and, and we'll touch on it because when I was younger, I was actually a fan of theirs. That's actually how I was introduced to Corey. New Year's Day. Oh I didn't God. know. I stopped listening to him when I found out though. Um, on the other hand, this week we've had allegations arise against Austin Carlisle, formerly of, of Mice and Men. Yep. Um, he, he's not been in the band for about four years it's now. It's been a while, yeah. And of Mice and Men released a statement about that, uh, saying that he was basically a serial rapist of uh, young Jeez. of young fans. Jesus! In uh, in his touring days with the band. Um. Also, er, just a little bit ago, you would have you have a Josh Woodard of a day to remember. remember. Yeah. Um, saying that. Uh, allegedly he had sexually assaulted um, a 16 year old on tour in like uh, 2011. Nice. Nice job. Real, real class act there. Yeah. So wow. The music industry has, or the alternative rock and metal scenes have been rocked to say the least by these allegations. Um, yeah, a day to remember is a huge band in our scene, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to process this. I guess just let the process take its course, and because you, I don't want to form an opinion on on Austin Carlisle and 
and but there were other uh, al- what allegations um, about there were other allegations about a day to remember about them having like debauchery and them uh, treating women really really poorly on the bus the band as a whole not just, just Josh not just him yeah so uh, like so here here's the blog post I'm, I found it. I actually found the blog post from 2011. Ooh. Long story short, he and some of his techs and manager were throwing beers at these girls and spitting in one of their faces. Uh, and they were, and then there was uh, allegations about Josh trying to have sex with underage girls, as well as disrespecting venues, fans, other bands, and promoters. So those are the allegations going on against Josh Woodard. Um, yeah, the alleged... Uh, actions of Austin Carlisle and Josh Woodard both should be absolutely condemned to the highest degree, but we don't know if they're guilty right now. So you're right. So I mean, just I, go ahead. And I and believe me, progressivists can be very much believe victims, and that's why I say we need to let the process play out. Sure. Yeah. In this, you're 100 right. So to 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 kind of maybe take a step back and kind of kind of present it in a similar similar light. So, you know, obviously the entertainment industry, um, not just the music, but also movies as well. You know, this has been something that's been really been brought to light. You know, if you want to make strongly prevalent. Yeah. If, so if you want to make the argument of you know like the Me Too movement, you know, people that I talked about like you know sexual abuse, sexual assault, just you know all these things that's happened to them. You know you you need to be careful in bringing these things because, you know, the thing with the Me Too movement, as much as, sure, you know, like Harvey Weinstein and a bunch of these other people were taking uh, advantage of these these women right here, we also need to be sure that we don't turn this into kind of like a witch hunt, you know, to where it's that you're guilty. You're, you're that's guilt, where I'm getting you're, you're guilty before, you know, the process is put out. I mean, that's, that's kind of why we have these procedures in place. Um, you know, just because someone doesn't make a statement or an admission of guilt or they continue doing a tour doesn't mean that they are innocent or that doesn't mean that they're guilty. You know, they should, they should be innocent. And then these things are kind of brought to light. Um, I mean, having said all those things, it's been very prevalent in the last, in decades. It's a bad look. It's, it's a very bad look and it's, and it's, and it sucks because it's such a cultural thing too. Uh, in in the in the music industry, you know, guys are going on tours. I mean, you know, you make joke of it. It's like you know, in the seventies and eighties, right there too. And it's just like, you know, there's there's you know, loose women everywhere that just want to get with these band guys. And people talk about, ah, you know, I you know, I slept with, a, you know, I slept with, you know, Axl Rose, and this was awesome. Like those 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 things. It's 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 so mainstream when people kind of go, yeah, of course, you know, these guys are rock stars. Of course, they're, you know, you know, having having sex with people. But when you bring it to light that it is sexual assault and rape and, you know, assault of a minor, we're talking a whole other thing. This is a whole other thing. This isn't a 28-year-old, you know, single mom, you know, trying to trying to hook up with a lead singer or anything like that. You know, this I'm, is that's that's a predatory action if they're going after someone that and, young, and the, which and the we'll worst, touch on further with Davi Vanity. Yeah, so to to get in there you know, I'll, I'll briefly touch it is, you know, a lot of it, there's, there's just, just like a sexual predator, just like someone, um, that's going after these younger girls, you know, there's processes that they do, you know, to kind of make them feel comfortable for them to drop their guard, to have people surrounding them kind of drop their guard. You know, it's, it's, 
Oh, it's it's so scary. And you know, for me having having daughters of my own right there, you know, it's it's you, it kind of almost it, it hits closer to home that this Chicken can be anyone. Scary with that. And it, you know, we 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 can't be naive in thinking that well this can't, this couldn't happen to me from what we're going to touch on right here. I mean, it's very it can happen to anyone. So, and it's 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 wild. So we're we're going to go into uh the Davi vanity stuff now because this so he let let me touch on where where I stand with this because like sure. I said I used to be a fan so let now this was in my late teens early twenties so I was a way different person back then what I would oh my way god person that was like fifty years ago right that was like compared to this year it's like fifty years ago it's all it's about ten years ago now so yeah. at this time one. I was a little jackass at the time. I will mm. fully openly admit I was some, just a mm, jackass. Some can make you make the argument you didn't quite grow out of that stage. Anyways. I'm a jackass in a different way. Fair enough. Um, but I had a lot of like anger and like fuck you kind of attitudes that towards teenage everyone. Teenage angst. Oh, it was terrible. Right on. It was terrible. And like so um, I had found out about Blood on the Dance Floor when I was about 19. And, you know, they were – that whole like crunk core scene that mm-hmm. was going on at the time was all about partying. It was all about being obscene. It was all about being so against the grain and against the norm that you couldn't help but stand out. That's where the scene look came from. And so that, that look was like prevalent from like 2005 to 2012. Yeah. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's kind of hard to describe and um i was drawn in one because throughout like high school um throughout high school i was um i was attracted to seeing girls and there were a lot of them when i was like in high school cuz i started high school in 2000 in 2006 so Hell yeah you freak uh, I was always Fuck. into like the the goth girls and the. Uh, hey, we all want a big titty goth girlfriend. It's okay, man. You don't have to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I was just into that at the time. So Are I. You're still into about, that, just okay. Dude, goth chicks, though. Come on. <laughs> the whole goth aesthetic is all amazing, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about cyber goth. Cyber goth is my shit. Hell yeah. Cybergoth is so cool. That's so cool. But, Especially with Matrix coming back. Anyways, sorry. But <laughs> what – so I, I got – I first – I think the first song I ever heard from them – oh, God. It was off the one album. It was off uh, – It's Hard to Be a Diamond in a Rhinestone World was the album. And – I can't remember which the song. The name was. of that album makes me want to kill myself. By the way, <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Oh, okay, sorry. So like, <laughs> and it was just, the whole like aesthetic and everything about it was just over the top. Yeah, you had a lot of these type of people. It, I mean, you had Jeffrey Star, you had Broken Side, um, you had all these acts that were just ridiculous. Now, um. By the I, way, too, Jeffrey Star. Yes, that Jeffrey Star. Yeah, that one. Jeffrey Star, who became famous off MySpace. <laughs> um, by the way, Jeffrey Star is a whole other piece of shit. But 
Uh, well, eh, we'll save that for a that, that later might be time. A discussion for a later time. <laughs> but uh, oh, by the way, he's racist as shit. Is what I'm getting at. But yeah, um, I at the time, the first time I saw them was in November of 2011, and I was working for Kroger at the time, a grocery store chain. And keep in mind, I want you to know that I was just having like a shit week. I was just in a horrible mood. I was like, I'm off Friday. Is there a concert I can go to? They were at the basement and they were on tour with New Year's Day, Angel Spit. Those were the two opening acts. Uh, That's how I found out about New Year's Day. That's why I've seen them so many times now is literally because of that concert. I was so floored by them that I just kept going back and they wound up touring together three times. So they toured that fall on the, all the rage tour. Then the next one was the fight team night tour, which had all these other artists on mm-hmm. it. Like Haley Rose, the new year's day was on it again. Um, polka dot cadaver who Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're interesting yeah um you had the bunny the bear you had deuce you know deuce from hollywood undead yeah you had broken side you had it was a big tour there was eight acts on it um and so i went there that's the first time i actually met ash and i'm we might put a picture of that shining moment in my life <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the thumbnail we'll make it the thumbnail why not and uh, then the final time was the following fall with uh, on the scene is dead tour, which was Davy suicide, new year's day, Jeffree star and blood on the dance floor. Okay. So I also saw blood on the dance floor at warp tour that year. Since they were there, I saw a bunch of bands. Great time. Um, quick side note. My sister went with me to warp tour that year. My friend, Tad and my sister went and uh she was waiting for a band to play the main stage and blood on the dance floor was on the main stage like keep in mind blood on the dance floor was a big deal in this music scene in the warp tour scene and i remember tad and i went to see them because tad was actually he liked them as well and uh we go back to where lauren was standing back by the tent towards the back of the crowd and after they play and she goes it's kind of like a big party, and that's the best thing she could say about it. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. So um, I found out about the allegations against Dobby Vanity from their New Year's Day's merch guy at the time. And he was basically – and if you want to find out any of this, we'll have a link to the Chris Hansen interview with um, – uh, Ash Costello and Nikki Misery. Um, very insightful, very, very interesting to listen to for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it definitely like highlights the predatory pattern of behavior that he had. Now, um, he was saying what, so basically one story, like I, I don't know if I told you this on camera or not, but it was basically, uh, uh, one guy was like looking for his sister and like some of the road crew was just like, oh, she's probably on the bus fucking Dobby and alleged at the time, allegedly this girl was 14. Um, there's the whole Jesse slaughter incident 
which they wrote the song off their album Epic, You Done Goofed About, which is based off a YouTube video of uh, basically her dad threatening Dobby Vanity. Jesse Slaughter was 10 when the <laughs> alleged incident happened. Holy shit. And oh my God. she released that song as a single on her 12th birthday. Now, all in all, there have been 21 allegations that I'm aware of made against Dobby Vanity. And he's still talking to people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he is still out there, still active in the world. Wow, by the way. Um, it's beyond – with him – I'm pretty comfortable in saying it is beyond uh it's beyond the the necessary threshold for <laughs> beyond a reasonable doubt it sounds like yeah it's beyond a reasonable <laughs> doubt with him and tried by a jury of your peers yeah so like I said Chris Hansen has been doing an investigation about this um which has led to a subsequent FBI investigation about this about him grooming about him uh, physically and sexually attacking people. Uh, one yeah. of the things that was said in that Ash Costello interview was that one night on the All the Rage tour, just a couple nights before I saw them, he like snuck into her change, uh, the band, New Year's Day's changing area, and like choked her. It was Basically a ha Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, and it was, and she thought she was gonna she was going to die and he said it was a halloween prank um, and i tell you what hearing ash from her perspective recalling that time it is it's haunting i mean it really i don't i don't usually get spooked very often but to hear her talk to chris hansen about like i i was pretty sure i was going to die i couldn't even talk cuz his hands were so his thumbs and hands were so perfectly put around my neck that this wasn't an accident he knew exactly what to do and she just goes, I was thinking this is it. This is how I this is how I go from this world. And it's it's scary. It's scary mm -hmm. how another human being could do could could act like that. It's just awful. Awful. And that's not even including like when he was pulled off stage by the cops <laughs> yeah, in it's Denver. Like, by the way, that's only one of like a million other things that have happened with yeah, Dobby. I, like I said, it's insane. As of now, that I know of twenty one allegations against him. Um, we have another one where another person that Chris Hansen brought up, I pretty much have watched the entire series that has been done. I try to watch as much as I could on, yeah. on Dobby and it's, it's, oh, it's nightmarish. I mean, I, I pretty much like watched like 12 hours worth of interviews Wow, from, from just this investigation. That's not even including the Onision investigation. He's that's doing, true. But, that's true. And we'll, we'll touch on him as well that. I mean, Onision's a crazy person, but like, um, I guess where I'm trying to go with all this is why do we seem to be having such a humongous problem with this in the entertainment industry? I mean, and that, that doesn't even include like people that have been found guilty of shit. Like, uh, is it Ian Watkins from Lost Profits? Oh, ooh, I the, don't know that the one. guy from Lost Profits who who was convicted of of uh, raping an infant. That's right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my goodness. I mean, it's, and there's so many other like instances and allegations. There are convictions. I mean, this so, seems to be a huge problem. So I would, I would, I would say if we're going to, if we're going to dive into maybe the psyche of it, I'm, I'm, I'm more, more than happy to, um, because I think this is a big issue and I think people need to understand that when they see people, when they see musicians, when they see celebrities, that the interaction that they give you, or maybe the entertainment that they create and they give you that resonates with you is not maybe a reflection of who they are internally as a person. I think people really need to take that take that with a grain of salt, is that you know the person that you might see on the stage is a character, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. in that who they are as an actual person can be completely different. You know, we see it, we see it before all the time with like you know actors and, and and stuff of like you know it's like boy they're a really good actor but they're also a piece of shit off the screen. So Amber Heard, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that's that's Bill Cosby. <laughs> what America's dad? How could he? No, and and so so I I think let's 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 start off with this right here. Um, anyone that takes advantage of another person, regardless of who they are, taking advantage of them, especially if they are underage and especially if it's in a sexual manner, is is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's we 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 will not put up with that. We will not tolerate that. There's no way that you can you can tell us that it's what they what they did was a uh, consenting thing between two adults because that's just not true. Okay. Oh, I think no, I think we're I, mean, I think we're in agreement with that. So. Oh yeah. So and we're not gonna we're not going to entertain. By the way, the the argument of oh well in some countries it's sixteen because that's really not the point. That's not the point. That's it's not the point. I I think the, the the bigger issue is they are to what you're saying. W- young girls are being groomed and led in a way that is to a is is in a predatory way of these artists okay they are knowingly going out finding very vulnerable girls and bringing them there so that they can do whatever they want to them okay i mean how many times did you hear a girl talking about someone in a band it's just like oh i would i would totally love the fuck them. it's all the time it's it's, it's all, all the time it's like especially at that age like when everyone's Young, impressionable you're, you're super impressionable emotional you know and, and, and again we we talk about these artists right here you know a lot of artists you're listening to their songs in moments that you're so vulnerable how often do you have a bad day and you turn on one of your favorite songs right there and that it just it all resonates time. with you all the time and then you see him right there and you associate that person with that t- tough time and it's like how many how many how many times do you see uh, you know, a, a person talked to an actor like Robin Williams, and I was like, oh "My God, I loved Robin Williams. You know, he always made me laugh. He was so funny. You know, and all these things right here." And then they never knew him on a personal level. Now, just imagine that person's reaching out to you and going, "Oh my God, I can't believe this person is is reaching out to me." It's like you know, I've loved them forever, and they mm-hmm. take sexual advantage of you. I mean, that is predatory. It's predatory, and it's shocking. It's 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 oh. and and, it, and the problem is. There's a culture built around it, because when you're when you're when you are a when you're a tour when you we are touring you're a, you're a musician and you're touring you're not staying in one spot for a very long time okay or you're making these cycles around to different cities and maybe eventually you come back around right there I mean that's that is the perfect breeding ground for this type of behavior especially with the mentality and the music that you have 
I've never honestly thought about that aspect of it either, though. It's it's especially it's, since you know you're always on the road. You're all. I mean, I've heard this. The one of the guys in Whitechapel say it's like you know we're we're on the road about nine months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, the fact that a band can come to the same city multiple times in one year. I mean, that's not honestly that normal. Yeah, yeah, but they might every you know every nine ten months they might every year and you know it, it doesn't take much so you know on that chris hansen video where you know ash and nikki are talking about you know one of the girls that was being being groomed uh, by davi and it was something as getting his phone number and then texting each other and then hey i'll send you i'll get you a plane ticket out out here i'll fly over here it's no it, it's like that is that's grooming that is mm-hmm. someone that is going to take advantage of this this girl like it's it's to to her it's the best moment in her life you know to her it's just like i'm being recognized i'm a nobody you know again vulnerable and to him he's doing it to a bunch of girls oh yeah it's like listen listen sweetie you you think you're special but you're not the only one you know and and and, it, and it's that behavior just needs to be just it needs to be squashed that 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 behavior is completely unacceptable and and, and especially from a parent's perspective of like if i have my 16 year old girl and a musician that's living in you know southern california is going to fly my 16 year old girl to him or excuse me it was to florida flying to florida uh i'm gonna go absolutely not (laughs) that's just under under no circumstances is that happening i mean Especially as like I feel a, like we'd be protected against that because we know too much. But like, it's like as a dad, I'd be like, uh, you know, he just wants to basically fuck you, right? Like, like I can't wait until my girls get to that age. Nah, eh, eh, ooh, I said I can't wait. I guess I'm preparing myself to when they get to that age because there's gonna be a point where they are impressionable, and it's really easy to trick them into something like that. You know, yeah, you. Know, I mean, look at like when you were 16 years old, you probably would have been. You, you don't think the same way now. You would have probably been a naive to a lot of things. And here you have these mega stars, okay? I was angry. Well, you know, he's still angry. He's still, you know. Oh, so, no. <laughs> not like I was. Good Lord. You So you, you are at this impressionable age, and you want recognition, and you're getting it here, and these these people are just abusing you. And then I, I think in the... In the mean, they, use, they get to use their charisma, and they get to use their their uh overall presence and mm-hmm. that feeds into this i mean it it's just the more i think about it the the more disgusted i get with it is is truly the, it, sh- it the should trouble you I, it should trouble you because i mean like i said what's going on with austin and and josh right now i mean we'll let the processes play out um i mean it's it, it, it's disturbing nonetheless it's, just it's, to hear what the allegations are. It's just, it's so difficult when you're saying there are plenty of other examples of how this is just wrapped into the culture of being a touring musician. You, you, I mean, no offense. If I was a touring music, musician right there, I would have a PR person that could document anytime I went anywhere. You know, it's, it's your, your touring manager should probably be your babysitter essentially. Cause yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't take long before someone starts throwing around, well, he did this to me. And, you know, when that touring manager just kind of turns a blind eye and goes, well, you know, he was kind of into some of those things here and there. It it affects a lot of people. It's it's well, t- it's It affects a lot of people. 
Well, that was also part of it that that kind of blew my mind with the whole Davi Vanity thing is that you know they would be like bands are are busy. Bands yeah. have so much to do. Like they, we we I've done inter- multiple interviews now. I think we're up to what seven now, mm-hmm. seven eight nine seven, eight, somewhere nine. in that range. Um, and you know bands are taking time out of their schedules to come and talk to us. You know they have to like you have to do this well in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm usually reaching out to bands like a month in it or to their press contacts a month in advance. Like, Hey, let's, uh, let's set up an interview I, I can do before the show or after the show. I just need to know in the next couple of weeks so that I can get the time off. I need for it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they will set that time aside so that they can come and talk to us. One that's amazing. And, but bands are busy. And one of the things that they were saying is like, you know, Davi really wouldn't handle any of like the load in, any of the right. like sound check, any of that. But he would just vanish for mm-hmm. periods of times, and no one would know where he was. So, to, to exactly you're saying, you know, it's like they're they're unloading stuff, they're setting merch tables, they're you know doing sound checks, they're doing all, there's it's like there's that show that they're going to do. There's hours and hours and hours to work to do before and after. Mm-hmm. So to have someone like you know Davi, essentially, people are going, I don't know where this guy goes. What that should raise a red flag. What the fuck, dude? That should honestly be a huge red flag yeah. for for a profession where you're just that busy. Yeah. Um and it's it's crazy cuz I feel like, you know, on one hand looking back like the music isn't even any good. <laughs> Don't you just love it to look back at music in your teenage years and you're like, "Oh." Oh my god. Like I, I listen, listening to it now and like and I felt terrible because I watched another video where someone was going over the um, the like history and discography mm-hmm. as someone else who was a who was a, into that scene, right? Um, and like I was listening to, it, I was just like, "Oh, I remember this song," and then I'm like, "Oh God, what was I listening to?" But like, yep. But I will say that Dobby himself and Javon Monroe, because that's really the only era I knew. They were very charismatic. Mm-hmm. They were very, and he was just controlling and manipulating everything from behind the scenes. All the while, he could just vanish without a trace for however long before the show. And uh, and, and and what I guess what really bothers me is uh, Nikki and, and Ash talked about that they reached out to other people uh, that were you know, like other bandmates of Blood on the Dance Floor. And they would ask him like all these questions about what he does and what he did, and a lot of them just don't want to really talk. They're just kind of very like, mm, just very pressed lipped about it. That concerns me greatly. I mean, that could have like NDA written all over it. It, it could. And I wonder if there's like if they before they join their they sign NDAs. But I don't know if you could sign an. Can you sign an NDA for like, hey, he may potentially rape young girls, and if well, you see anything, don't. Say, hey, any anything you see on this tour, anything that happens, any of the inner workings, doesn't. You're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, those are those are great. <laughs> I mean, and from what I've from what I've gathered from uh, from like victims of being interviewed on Chris Hansen to to like blog posts to other things. Mm-hmm. Um, his legal team was strong mm-hmm. yeah and his fan this one i know for a fact his fan base is 
vicious. Yeah. Is vicious because I would see it on Ash's Twitter after after their uh, Tumblr, after their merch guy's Tumblr post. Yeah, yeah. And you would just see them like lying bitch, like Davi's innocent, like all, all this shit. And like it, I think that's part of why Davi has been able to get away with this for so long. It's just because the pressure, the legal team he's got, because apparently they're good. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 a tough thing. And you know, going back to the Chris Hansen and uh, and Ash uh, interview. You know, she talks about the the amount of evidence that they compiled of names and uh, uh, you know phone calls and voicemails and all these things right here, and it just couldn't proceed anymore. Well, I and mean, then, I get the jurisdictional issues. At least we're taking it to the police department. Actually, when she mentioned that in the interview, I was just like, "Well, why didn't you try and go to the FBI then?" Right. There had to be uh, maybe some other governing body that could have helped in in that. I mean, area. they're the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Investigation, and she did a lot of the investigating. So all they had to worry about was the F and the B. Federal Bureau. <laughs> but but it but just it, it's serious. I know I know and it, it, it's a very serious thing. But you know, it's 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 got to be so disheartening going. You know, I'm, I'm hearing these girls and hearing everything they've been through. And I'm sure a lot of them, very similar stories. And that's that's a that's a pretty big red flag. It, you know, there's not really too much uh, corroboration going on when so many of them have very similar stories and how mm-hmm. his behavior was and how he groomed them and how he treated them and, you know, how he was able to, to get in. And, and that, that's going to be so frustrating to have this and saying, we need to pursue this and evidence gets destroyed really. gets destroyed yeah, because it doesn't go anywhere destroyed. yeah and so, that oh that was that made my heart sink when she said that i'd that be crushed i would be it. so crushed and 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 and, and ash is 100 percent right that you know so many of these girls went out of their way and reaching out and saying it's like you know what i know this is going to expose me i know this is going to bring you know me out into the open but i want justice for this there's there's nothing wrong with wanting justice. There's nothing wrong with seeing something, especially in this time in our in our country and in our world right here. There's nothing wrong with saying that there is some sort of injustice, and we want to bring it to light right here and make this make this right, you know. And I, I applaud people that are wanting to do that, especially for something as very serious as you know sexual assault. Sexual assault and pedophilia it's, it, for that it's, matter. It's 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 baffling. I think everyone could agree that 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 should never happen, no. and it just. Nothing. Yeah, he can he can smile away and say, you know, well, you know what? If you try to do anything to me, I'll, you know, pummel you with my lawyers right there. It's it's absolutely sickening to me. And but all all you can all you can do, all we can do is that you know it's like we 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 obviously don't have any stake in it. We can have our opinion, but the only thing we can do is just us bringing it to light, us talking Mm -hmm. about it, us kind of. Because people are going to make their informed opinion, and maybe something of this would happen. Maybe something can happen from this, but that's all we can do is just just talk about it and and, and bring it bring it out there raise in the open and raise and, awareness. That's all. And you that's can pretty do. much what my goal is on this: is to raise awareness that this is a prevalent issue in in our society, in in the alternative, the metal, the the core scenes, all these like. And I'll, I'll let and I'll let you know too. With very impressionable people, because I'm not. I'm not going to deny that, you know, in, when I go to see New Year's Day, it's like I'm probably one of the older people there. 
and that doesn't like escape my oh attention. My by the way, I'm just. Is it by the way? Are you the old guy now? Oh shit! I'm getting to that point. Like, I remember Tyler and I went to the headline show for New Year's Day in last July. Yeah, and that's where we interviewed Nikki, and we're sitting there, and you know, you hear all these young girls screaming and having a grand old time, and <laughs> Tyler and I are just sitting there, and we're listening to these to these girls talk, and we're just like. What the fuck are these kids talking about? Once they started saying that's so fetch, I was out of there. <laughs> Stop it, Gretchen. Um, <laughs> sick Mean Girls reference. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. But I, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm listening to girls communicate. And I'm just like, how can how can you like just how can that be what you it, want? It doesn't unless get any better, just, man. Unless it's just the power that he's after. I mean, that's so, a whole other. So, so for, for guys like that, okay, you know, I guys like that, very charismatic, very suave. They're, you know, they're able to, it was always easy for them to, you know, get into that group and infiltrate right there. I, I think that's, I think it's a couple things. I think one, there is a power feel, you know, there is, there is, having one person having that that power over someone else. I I people are like that. And whether it's money, whether it's job, whether it's status, you know, whatever it is, there's always people that felt like they've had power over someone else. Um, that, that actually does make sense though, because we we'll touch on this as well with uh, uh Javon Monroe and Davi Vanity, but right. we'll uh, touch on that. But in a but I I think I think some of it is that and I think for for him it's just there's just something in him that that is just something that he wants for some people it's money for some people it's like a really good croissant you know in his case he wants wants to fuck underage girls you know and 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 it's like it's okay to want let let me it's okay to want money like it's okay it's it's okay to want success in life it's okay to say i want to be the biggest band in the world i want it's okay to say i want to perfect my art and my craft and 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 have have something beautiful to show to the world all those things are okay. We're all in agreement on that. But it's once, even okay to say, like, I want to have a lot of women around. It's okay, too. It's okay he to say, like, <laughs> women. women. Right. It's okay if you want to be Wilt Chamberlain and, and sleep with, like, 50,000 women. That's fine. What a legend. <laughs> and, I don't know. Is he still alive? No, he's not still alive. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't think so. I just found out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, like, 74 or 73 right now. So I was like, <laughs> I fuck. Mean, I'm pretty- Bill Russell's still alive, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's possible. So, it, it it's it's okay to want all those things. There's nothing inherently wrong. It's when we have these established laws. And again, I think all of us can agree that we want to protect children. They are our future. As cliche and and terrible as that may sound, scary even. I mean, it's true. Though. But it's you true. Don't want harm to come to children. They are they are the future. That. You have to be able to prepare to send the next generation into the world so they can craft it for themselves. And I and I think and, a lot of, I think a lot of it is that we want to nurture children and we want them to construct their own opinions and ideologies as well and craft it in a way that's for the betterment of people. I think that's a, you know, that's 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 as strong of opinion as I could possibly make when it comes to to humanity in and of itself. And when you have someone prey on someone at such a vulnerable time in their life. You're, you're, you're affecting them their entire life. 
it's it's there's there's plenty of there's plenty of data to support it's like, that it's going to affect their mental health it's going to affect relationship health it's going to there's there's so many things that it affects them to be able to get a job and sustain stuff their their uh social life it's like yeah, yeah like dude like you 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 these 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 women these women now like you know a lot of them are now you know older like they're traumatized you don't think that's going to affect them in their everyday to day yeah, I mean, life i mean jesse slaughter says it still affects her well jesse slaughter goes by damien now damien, yeah, yeah. um and damien has said that that um it's it's been a it's been an effect on on um why am I blanking on words? Words are hard. Um, it's been an effect. Mm -hmm. It's had a drastically negative effect. Impact. And impact right. on on the life as a whole. So I I, I saw Damien say that it, it's he, he goes, it's all I think about. It affects me to this day. Right. And that's traumatic. That, that's trauma. That's PTSD. That's that's no different. That's that's no different than someone fighting for the country and watching their best friend, you know, die from an insurgent. You know, die from an attack. It's no different. Trauma, I mean, is trauma. Trauma is trauma. Like, and that's so disgusting that it could be prevented. And you know, guys like that shouldn't even be out there in the world. You know, do we do we attack him? Do we set better protective measures? Do we, you know, make sure that there's some sort of monitoring? I don't know what the answer is, but I think we need to maybe just look at the culture in and of itself. You know, like we said, it's been around for decades. It's it's obviously even in the music, it's been very prevalent. Of you know, you know, we're partying like rock stars right here. You know, we're doing all these things right here. It's it's it's. But what can we do to protect people? Okay, it's a hard question. To it's a hard it's a hard question. We're just two dudes that listen to k-pop and metal and talking to microphones and <laughs> play video games i mean you know it's like we, we're not going to solve the world's problems but we should be having these conversations and 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 not being so naive and you know not being uh you know so inept to you know do stuff to protect ourselves that doesn't mean go around you know being 16 year old walking around with a gun in your hand i mean it's, it's but it's it should it should be understood of there are people like that and and don't be taken advantage. And if you feel like something is off, you know, say something about it. I mean, I how often like something we need to like, as we send the future generations into the world, I feel like that is honestly a conversation we need to have with them. It's so uncomfortable to have this conversation with people, you know, Hey, there are bad people out there and some of them want to take advantage of others. Right. And you, You've got to be on your toes to not get caught in their crosshairs. Yeah. I mean, we're, it could be anything. Like you said, power with money. I mean, shit. Javon Monroe had has HIV and Davi Vanity was holding the money and the health insurance over his head to do a tour. Unbelievable. Which Unbelievable. Is, which is absolutely disgusting. He Basically, he said when they finished the tour that – he had them that Davi had them do mm -hmm. uh, Jay's um, blood cell count was had it gone any longer he would have developed full-blown AIDS <sighs> instead of just HIV and you know Javon got suckered into being in that band 
he got roped into it. He was, I think he was 17 when Dobby had him join the band. Is that young? 17? Wow. It Shit. was like 17 or 18. It, it, he was young at the time. And I, and, uh, it's just weird. It's, it's just weird to think about how, I mean, he did it with, um, cause it was just Dobby at first. And then it was him and this singer called Garrett ecstasy who pretty mm-hmm. much stays away from everything. Yeah. And then it was Javon Monroe. And I don't know who came after Javon. I think it was Fallon Vendetta. I think his, his now ex fiance Fallon Vendetta. Mm. Um, but it's, people people are dangerous <laughs> and you know i yeah me be, me ever wanting to like you know be progressive and say you know no, oh you know it can't be that no it's that bad you have to keep an eye out for yourself these days sure. i mean i'm under no delusion about the way people are actually shit as as far as progressives go i think i'm one of the more realistic people when it comes to like oh yeah people are terrible by the way mm, yeah maybe cynical is the word yeah but. maybe yeah it's like yeah i'd like to see the good in people yeah but there's sometimes a shit ton of bad yeah and, I, I, but that's the point and 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 and, and boy like i said we could go down the fucking rabbit hole on on just like human psyche and you know the behavioral aspect but i mean the 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 thing to take it the thing to take into this right here is that i think there needs to be a cultural shift just like that there was you know with with hollywood and how uh, the relationship between actors and producers and directors i think that has is obviously been brought to light um still needs some of its workings working out this this is another thing that needs to really be brought to light I mean, we're we're not under this delusion that, you know, this twenty five you know twenty five year old you know person who ta- tailors towards you know a bunch of teenagers and is getting paid a lot of money and is not in one town for you know it, it travels all the time more than a couple days more than a couple days like we're no delusions of what the mindset of the of people like that are and. As long as we can educate people and make sure that they're aware of it's like, you know, it's okay to go to concerts. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to ever hear. But it's also okay to just know when someone's talking, you know, when someone's interacting with you, you know, obviously under understanding what that interaction means. And obviously, I, I personally believe like safety in numbers as well because um, – but I guess there was also the, the one story where like the mom – uh, the mom took her daughter, right? Right. The mom took her daughter to a show and then the daughter was in the back with – um, Davi. So even with like a parent being there, you don't know how some people are going to react. Well, like that, that's another thing. It's like the parents will go away from where the kids are. Cause the kids will want to go get close to the stage and mm-hmm. they want to be close to the bands. And like, I actually, that first show, um, when blood on the dance floor actually played the first show that I went to, mm-hmm. I was hanging off towards the back mm-hmm. towards where the parents were. All the parents were in the back. Yeah. And, I remember, you know, they were doing, uh, I will never forget this because it was so awkward before their final oh, song. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. And, uh, there was this, you know, this is Ohio. So you have to remember what kind of adults there, there are in Ohio, like, you know, kind of, kind of rednecky <laughs> type folk. And, uh, I remember very, not everyone in Ohio. Not not everyone, but okay. you know there are a lot of those people. Yeah, yeah there are. So you know, he, the dad 
trying to be nice, takes his teenage daughter to, sh- to the show. And I remember this so clearly before they played their final song of the night, Sexting. And it was, which, listen, if you read the lyrics of that, how did I not see it before? But the, they were talking about literally Javon and Dobby were talking on stage about coming in each other's hair. And the dad next to me looks at me and goes, what the fuck did they just say? <laughs> and I was just like, this is my first time seeing them. I don't know. He looked at you and he's like, you listen to this shit too? Well, meanwhile, at that point, I was holding my New Year's Day poster, so I had an excuse. Um, I can see you. It's like as a little little kid, all like not as hairy, you know, a little little more clean, up, shaven, clean shaven. You're like, skinny. you're like, yeah. <laughs> he, he puts it up and then he goes, "You listen to that shit," and you're like, "No, sir, I don't." No, I was here I'm, for the first two bands. <laughs> I'm just a little boy. I was. 20 so little boy yeah that sounds about right i was 20 yeah so barely a man barely 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 but like you look back and you just listen to the lyrics you listen to everything it's just like how the fuck did i not see it but like you don't you dude when you're in the middle of the firefight you don't realize what's going on you get this tunnel vision yeah but uh where were we uh, you were a little boy. Um, you're you're holding a New Year's Day poster with this bum fuck from the outskirts of Columbus, <laughs> from Patasco, from, probably. Oh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like you know, it's you have parents. Oh, that's where I was. You have parents taking their kids to these shows, and their kids run off to the stage. Yeah, and you know even. Even with like metal shows, that happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, the parents will hang towards the back. Shit. There was one time, you know, I went to see Led Zeppelin tribute band Zoso, and my buddy Noah, his dad, me, and my dad all went. And we, uh, my dad and Noah's dad, were hanging out by the bar. My dad doesn't particularly care for Led Zeppelin, but Noah's <sighs> dad did. What conversation for another time, but I, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that is a wrong opinion. My friend wrong. All right. And then Noah and I went to the front of the stage. We were on the front of the stage for that. I mean, and that I, I did that so many times when I was young. Sure. Like you look, you look up to musicians. Like it's just so easy to get caught up in it. I can totally see how these kids get caught it's, up. In it's it. no different than looking up at like a professional professional athlete. There's you know looking at someone aspiring, you know appreciating their craft and their art and kind of like, man, it's so amazing what they want to do. And again, man, if I was that age, I would have killed to meet Angus Young. I would have <laughs> right? killed to meet him. Dude, Literally. look how awesome he looks. <laughs> Hell yeah, but. <laughs> That schoolboy outfit and all, my God, how he filled those short shorts, man. <laughs> Anyways, but it's it's again, even with even with all the atrocities, even with all the things here, which I, I, I Ash said she said between the the them and that other woman that was on there, there was like maybe like sixty, seventy, eighty potential people could be in this, uh, oh, could have been gosh, affected oh, by sorry. by Davi. So it's you know even though we said that there's you know twenty some Mal. You know, 
Mal, thank you. You know, even Mal-y. yeah, even though there might be like twenty some um, investigate, you know, investigations Official or allegations. allegations to it, that number is probably not reflected to what has actually happened. It nowhere near no. it. So I mean, we're talking about someone who's been at, who was at this for a long time. Blood on the dance floor was active until 2019. Yeah, holy shit. So, so I mean, you're talking 2006, 2019. Yeah, and it's not like they're doing like one show a month either. <laughs> no, they're doing hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. So, also R.I.P. to uh, Nikki right there. He maybe got about 20 words in that entire time with Chris Hansen. <laughs> so. I kind of want to do another interview with Nikki and uh, and <laughs> like so, and ask that. It's just like, so how awkward was it not being talked to? During- I it's like I applaud Chris Hansen reaching out to you to Nikki. What happened there? And then he'll just go, well, I wasn't really around at that time, but you know, <laughs> that's yeah, tough, tough. That's yeah, that's tough. But I no. mean, it's just so dark. It's so dark. And I mean, there and are plenty of other people that are pieces of shit in the music industry. Yeah, but. That's and, and again, it's difficult to have these conversations, but it's something that needs to be talked about because it's the only way we're going to learn about. It's the only way we're going to learn and protect and, and protect people so it doesn't happen again. It's the only way we can do something about this. I mean, right, right. Like like you said, this is so built into the institution of music. I mean, how many rappers do you hear talking about how many bitches do they have? I mean, how many how many uh, pop stars do you hear? Talk, singing about about making love to someone. How many rock stars do you hear talking about having sex with someone? It's sex sells, but when you're dealing with people this young, it makes them it makes them more susceptible to become victims. Right, right. I mean, music is a wonderful thing. Music is a beautiful thing. It can it can bring you up on your lowest days, and it can make you reflect on on your life. But it's powerful. And it's influential. Right. And people need to understand just how strong it is to teenagers. I think that's really what we need to be focusing on. It's like, yes, of course, warn them about the predators. And it's like, but just be aware of how much influence this has on your kids. Sure. It's like, like I said, I would have killed when I was younger to meet Angus Young. But at the same time, Angus Young never doesn't know who I am. I literally do not mean anything to these to this person. I think that's something that we need to ingrain into our our kids' heads. It's just like it's like you know, yeah, I'm glad you found this music that you love, but like, you know, I I know it means so much to you. But if you go and you meet these people, it's like just you're a dollar sign to them. Or worse, in the Davi Vanity incidents. You're you're 100 right. It's there's there's not to blame victims or anything, but I think this is a lesson that needs to be learned. You're you're 100 right. It's that regardless, you know, I mean, I get it that people no, are people. So I have to pull this out now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's all right. It, it again. It's it's you know, people have fundamental wants and needs right there. Okay, and sometimes interactions with people, they might want something from you. You know, for some people, it's a relationship. Other people's, it's money. Other people's is stardom. Other people's is, you know, fame and, and, and you know, what whatever it might be. But you don't know what someone's true intentions are. 
You know, that's all that's all we're that's all we're trying to say is we don't know what people's intentions are right here, you know, and and just be aware that there are someone's intentions until you're finding out what they are. Right. And again, and again, it's you. You look up to that. You look up to any any star on your post right there, and go on, man. I'd love to be best friends with them. And there might be a side that you're not comfortable with. And they we could just be a terrible people. They they could be, I mean, that look, does, but that doesn't that doesn't whole wall of posters. But it it doesn't diminish. I guess I guess going in this way, it Actually, doesn't. I think I think this right. Where is it? Stars and Stereo, there. There you go. Yeah. I think that's a great example of this is that uh, Stars and Stereo broke up when their guitarist deleted all their socials, stole all their material, stole a bunch of their money, and just fucking booked it. Just gone. That was their bandmate. And they didn't know what was going on until it was too late. Right. Actually, I think that's a very good way to put it. That, I mean... People will, people will use you for whatever that they want. Or, or I mean, in a similar thing, we could talk about like Tobias Forge with Ghost right there. You know, he 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 was the band right there, and he stole all this money from all the other guys from merch sales. We're talking millions, millions and millions and millions and millions. Mm-hmm. And he's just is like, I'm the band. He goes, I'm the band. You guys aren't the band. I'm the band. No, I mean they're the nameless fools. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you again, it doesn't mean that every musician's a piece of shit. It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy their their craft. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy their art. We're we're not saying that at all. But we no, are. But we are saying is that you don't know what the, yeah you don't know what these intentions are and just just be smart. Just see. Just be smart. Be smart be about skeptical. it. Yeah. Heavy I mean, dose of skepticism. What, what's what's the line they use when when talking about the police? It's just a few bad apples. Well, the the end of that line is a few bad apples spoils the barrel. Yeah. So you really can't you can't be caught with your head not on a swivel. Right. Also, so too, I was wondering what was up with my eyes. And I was like, I feel like I have like little sparkles in my eyes. It's my tan line for my sunglasses. <laughs> that. You know, summer's right around the corner, starting to get the sum, the tan lines. I uh, I didn't even notice it until you brought it I've, up. I've I I couldn't stop seeing it for the last like half hour. I felt like a cool little kawaii girl, like yeah, like little sparkles around the eyes, and I'm like, oh, that's a tan line. Okay, where's my yeah. hair? Where's my hair and makeup? Janice, Janice. Okay, <laughs> what is she doing back there? What is she doing? I never know what she's doing. Um, but. So I, I think I think it's a very educational thing that we were talking about is informing people, enlightening. enlightening. That's all you can do. That's all you can do is enlighten people. And, and again, I think it's going to make people savvy of, and again, newsflash, it's not just rock musicians, metal musicians. There's plenty of other musicians and different, different styles of genres that, that, that do this shit. It's, 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 it is, it's built into the, the culture right there. I'm, I'm, I don't know any offhand, but I'm sure there's plenty of country stars that, Fucking do it for the puss, you know. You know, and they. It, I feel I, like that's all modern country at this point. That's a good point, but you know, it, it, it's just enlightening people. I I, I applaud, um, you know, Chris Hansen and Ash and Nikki and all the other people out there that are that are going out there and trying to just educate people of, you know, we need to do something, and that's all you can do. That's yeah, and until some it's really- form of justice comes. It's it's really sad to think about that that's where we are in society that we have to like 
it's just like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I know you love this band, but don't don't always trust your favorite musician. Like, that's mild, terrifying. You would love about. you'd love people to just be naturally good, inherently good at heart. Yeah, yeah. But we've obviously that's seen that's something. Yeah. So, well, Corey, I think we're gonna have to draw this to a close here. I know I could talk How about this forever. I don't know. It feels like I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. But yeah, you know, thanks for thanks for coming on right here. It's, yeah, I, it's been such a long time. I think I should be going. Ah, no. Like That's I said, I. <laughs> so, but yeah, this this is I enjoy doing these podcasts. They are they can be enlightening. I. More often than not, we're trying to have fun with it. Every once in a while, we'll bring out a serious topic, such as the Lena um, uh, podcast we did. That if if you like hearing the more serious stuff, there's we've done other ones that were serious, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I can't remember. I we, how many have we done? What 12, 15? twelve, fifteen? There's been a few that I've also hadn't 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 put out as well because either they were too out of date or just like we sound <laughs> drunk and awful. And there's some there's probably some serious we stuff. On. Yeah, probably. But no, it's when it when it comes to something like this that I think all of us can agree that needs to be addressed. It's it's it is time to be serious. You know, we we had a we had a we had a country puss joke here. We had a country puss joke there. You know, it, it's whatever. But when people are actively trying to make a situation, trying to bring to light some something going on, I think it deserves to be talked about and heard. So, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll bring it to a close. I guess my closing notes on this will be, um, as I said at the beginning, as far as Austin Carlisle and A Day to Remember, uh, Austin Carlisle with Of Mice and Men or A Day to Remember and their members are concerned, let the process play out. If there needs to be an investigation, there needs to be an investigation, and hopefully that will bring to light anything that needs to be taken care of. Right. Um. If there is any wrongdoing, hopefully justice will be served for that. Um, let the due process play. As far as Davi Vanity, I think we're pretty beyond that point now. Um, where just hopefully the FBI can do something about this. Uh, I mean, I guess it is still all alleged at this point, but but um, just. Let, let's just hope we see the end of this saga and the end of this chapter in the music industry. And I hope we get to see justice for all those women that Absolutely. have been uh, affected by this person. Absolutely. And for every road crew, every band member, I hope we get to see justice for them as well. For sure. That was nice. Right. That was nice. That was touching. It looked like you were going to cry there for a second. no i wasn't crying you're crying i mean but i mean it i i i want justice i think this is this is a new age in american culture where where things like this are taken much more seriously than they used to be so hopefully i I agree 100 percent benefits of of this new day and age absolutely so Corey, i thank you so much for being my uh my co-host here and uh being the being the being the wingman, uh, you are being the uh, Simon to my Garfunkel. Um, I'm sure those guys were they only co- they only cared about the art. That's it. They were they went up the tri- the straight and narrow. 
Um, or they're pieces of shit. We don't know. But regardless. Long time ago. <laughs> I know, right? So, well, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Um, a lot of fun. Um, like I said, sometimes we want to talk more serious, and I'm glad that we can talk more serious. So check out everything. Subscribe. Comment below. Download. we got all kinds of cool stuff. I've been incredibly lazy about getting more stuff on there, but don't worry. There's plenty of stuff coming at you here real soon. Um, so reach out to us. Uh, if you want to reach out to Corey at all, uh, what is it? Uh, what's a good email to reach you at? If you're a band looking for uh, us to get a reaction for, you can do uh, cauldronofweird at yahoo.com. Um, or you can reach out to me on our Instagram at CFWeird, or you can reach out to me personally on Instagram, uh, CoreyH1. Fantastic. So, you know, whenever things start to get back that we can do interviews, um, I know we're we're super down to go do some more and actually see a live show. I'm trying to line up. Hopefully the world returns to normal. Hardest working man right here. Hardest working man. Look at that. <laughs> working a full-time job right there and stuck in his house, but damn it, he'll find a way. <laughs> here's hoping here's hoping so thank you everyone we'll see you next time we love you Bye. bye